Hello and welcome to the DFS underscore PhD show for Christmas Eve. Remember, you're good enough, you're strong enough, and gosh darn it, someone's got to win that money. Might as well be us, but boy, if it's not going to be us, what an incredible end yesterday. Z Champ pulling this out by 0 0.01. Can you imagine? 0 .0, can you imagine being these second place guys? Now, first of all, Perlis did win over $100,000 like a week ago. So besides him, um, and honestly, a few of these guys, they're pretty good. Can't fade me. I know these guys aren't hurting for money. But that doesn't make them feel any better about losing this $200,000 by 0 0.01. And how did that happen? It was Gabe Davis and Josh Allen switched. Gabe Davis had 26 even. Josh Allen, 25.98. Now, at least it didn't end on a kneel down, right? That would have been even more painful. But uh, yeah, that was incredible. I incredible win and oh yeah i wanted to let's see so next up on our winners thing is i wanted to review dfs newsletter does a bunch of good stuff particularly you should all follow him uh dfs underscore newsletter and i had not noticed the swings in the classic competition on the shakir uh callback so the main thing i wanted to point out though is that the winning lineup yesterday left 2400 on the table now I gotta say, I am a little disappointed. I, I left two thousand on the table in my uh, my my pool my uh, pool of lineups just to get five thousand. And you need to be a little bit more different. I don't know if you heard me on the the stream the other day. I, I wasn't sure exactly what the range was. I looked at the past competitions to try to figure it out. And yeah, so I think we're gonna assume full efficiency on this slate, even though I haven't gone back. Okay, fine. Let's go back and actually look at that. I'll pull up the review from last week. While I, because I also wanted to talk about one more thing. Somebody brought up a good point in the comments about uh, from my normal, like, uh, you know, how I always do the showdown posts at the beginning of the showdown. And I do want to talk about that a little bit just to make sure you're all interpreting that right and nobody's like diving in with un unclear expectations about what's going to happen. Okay. So we'll put this up for review in a second. But I wanted to point out, like, you know, so I do this, you know, if it's the whatever drive a football, you know, I'm overanalyzing uniqueness. And this comes from Sports Projector's website, um, sports underscore underscore proj at, uh, on Twitter or sports-projections.com. I love this site. And I think it's the best way to tell at the beginning of a game how you've done because you should have a sense of what salary range you think is going to be optimal and how unique you think your lineups are going to be. And so, like, it didn't matter. One of these guys did win yesterday, um, but that's that's a, a anecdote, right? Like if that was happening a couple of times a year, who cares? Why do we do this? Is it like so? The guy asked, "Have any of the pros won one showdown with a unique?" And I mean, no, it's going to be pretty rare. You know, it's like a 0.1 percent chance, even of the absolute best lineup. So you wouldn't expect to see it more than one in a, a thousand times. So why am I always talking to you about dupes? Well, I really like Sports Projector, not just for websites, but for uh, he makes great data visualization tools and data visualizations just like from his stuff. So you can see this was a particularly tightly priced MMA slate. And on that slate, even the top lineups, if you left 2000 on the table, what are we at? This is about what? 0 0.01. Yeah. So 0 0.01 versus 0 0.15. So it's a 10th. It's not a hundred. And these are going to be easily one, one hundredth, the dupes of these ones. So my point is the expected value is always 10 X. 15, 20, 30 X to build a lineup that's unique. Cause look, I mean, like what if it's a, this is, this was a slate with a ton of uh, like probably with some underdog favorites, right? Anytime you see the, sh the shape, not strictly fall off like a Poisson distribution or whatever, you, it's going to be the second hump means there was a guy that was like mispriced. Right. But we have that right in basketball. We have that in football. We have that sometimes. And this is a clear, so 
you can generate this, right? The probability of the highest scoring lineups from all of the different, like if you MMA DFS.com, if you don't do MMA, oh, oh, I miss MMA DFS.com. It's a great website. And particularly the sheet is amazing. This is why I like UFC. I don't like watching it. I don't, but I love the way that data covers every single part of a UFC match. Is it going to go the distance? How many rounds is it going to go? What kind of finish is it going to be? And anyway, the sum of all those things gives you for each fighter the expected points, right? And and a range if you wanted to. So anyway, my point is that you can get a pretty good sense that like let you live $5,000 on the table, right? On an MMA slate, you're going to be extremely, extremely unique. Definitely unique. Honestly, like all of these are unique, right? Starting around 47K that night, probably $3,000 on the table. And look at your likelihood of winning. Not even half. Not even, it's more than half. And your dupes is like one, 100, one, 500. It's just, it's easy to see for me that this is positive expected value long-term. Now, also I did win a lot of money on a showdown with 10 or 13 dupes. So it is a little anecdotal. Obviously the reason I have a big stack of money to lose is that, but yeah, let's have a look. I wanted to make sure that last week we're at full salary or at least close to it. Second place was 49.7 last week. Okay. Other other pretty 49.7 and fourth as well. Is that both ski bashers? No, they're two different people. So 49.7 is definitely in play. Okay, I'm going to have to rerun this. Oh, 49.4 was in 11th. That is interesting. 49.4 is a real, that's really wild. Don't think I'm going to get to 49.4. I do think I'll get to 49.6. 49.5 is in here, the top 20 as well. Hmm. So you can see what you want to do here is leave very little money on the table. My current draft, I know what I'll do. I'll probably for my 150. So I do my 150 first. Let me rename it. Uh, and don't don't play these lineups. I'm not. Yeah. Rename uh, 150 max. I'll tell you my rules and stuff in a second and things I've changed because obviously there are some. But most of all, I've got to. I think I'll leave $500 of, nah, that's too much. Let's say mm, four or five, 500 is fine. It's just that like, that's probably going to oversample the 500. So I'm going to say 700 just because that'll cover all but two of the top 20 from last week. Um, And I, I don't know. I don't feel like there's that much value, but anyway, so I'm going to rerun this in a second. Um, Once I set a few exposures, uh, I don't think we're going to actually have any of this quite the way it looks right now. Definitely not having 56% DJ Moore. 30 is fine. Uh, David Njoku, 35, 30% fine. He's good, but it's just like the best tight end on the slate is still not someone I want to slam that much. DJ Montgomery. Okay, this is not David Montgomery. This is the uh, wide receiver who's underpriced for the Colts. I don't know. I haven't seen a, a history on him, so I'm going to say 15%. Sabersim likes him. They've made me money. I'll go 22% for now. Maybe let's do, yeah, 22 is fine. Then Drake London. I hate that. I hate that offense. I hate it. I hate it. It could go off. Evan Ingram. I like Evan Ingram. I'll take as much Evan Ingram as we can get. Yeah. Evan Ingram, great core. I don't, I don't know what's going on. Isn't Devil's, Devin Singletary in a timeshare this week? Saberson loves him, but like the guy's back, right? Like uh, Pierce is back. Let me look up, um, what are these, the Texans snap counts? I don't, 
I don't feel so strongly about this play. Because I thought the backup guy, yeah, Pierce is back. So this is going to be a timeshare, I think. Why wouldn't this be a timeshare? I mean, I, I maybe because of last week is what they're thinking. But I, Pierce was just coming back from injury last week if he was there at all. Yeah, so like Ogumba Wale was the one last week. So let me make sure. I think Pierce is back, right? Uh, what's his actual, what's his name? Season. I don't remember Pierce's first name, so that's why I said Damian Pierce. Okay, so Damian Pierce. Adjusting to new scheme. Okay, so we, we do have a bit of news. Pierce had to lose a new, barely visible. Oh, okay. So he was available last week. Hmm. It was working with Singletary as the line, but I don't know, guys. Wasn't he coming back from injury last week? Right? I mean, Pierce was not playing there for a while. Should not be started in any format. Pierce is coming off the lowest usage game of his career. Yes, I, I understand that. But, like, let's go back two weeks, right? Like, okay. Two weeks ago, he played. Hmm. So he wasn't coming back from injury. Well, I don't know what to do with Damian Pierce and, and Singletary. I, I do know that I don't... I want it to work out because I have Singletary in best ball. I just don't really look at this. Like it goes up, it goes down, right? Like he goes up, he goes down, he goes, oh, he got, yes. Okay, so this was him coming back from injury on the 26th. Then they gave him a, a large workload and a win. Then a small workload and a loss. Then a small workload and a loss. Receiving, is he a receiving back? No. Okay, can't, can't play Pierce. And you can feel reasonably certain about Singletary, but like... Reasonably certain will get me to what 25%, 20%. He's a timeshare back. We got non-timeshare backs this week. I don't want to, it's a risk. It's a risk, and I gotta price that risk. Also, I already have like all of my hopes pinned on him at best ball. He's in like two of my most he's like now that Cook has completely screwed me over. We need we need Devin Singletary to come through for us. Now, what's going on with the running backs here? I thought we had some pretty obvious values. Okay, first of all, I don't really want that much. Eh. Ingram, Jefferson, Amari Cooper, these are all fine. Okay, let's go to running backs. I have some opinions here. Oh, and I have some rules. I should get to the rules. I apologize, guys. By the way, thank you for sticking with me. You know, I know uh, it's the holidays, so hopefully you're enjoying them. I'm enjoying them as well. Be enjoying them more if I want a million dollars today, though. Yeah, or tomorrow. You know, it doesn't really matter the day. <laughs> today or tomorrow. Uh, okay, or... I guess I have a Boxing Day thing for... Okay, that's not going to be much money. Let's have it be today or tomorrow. I did do max one of HN and Mostert. I'm not sure who it's going to be. I know that they've made noise about getting HN more involved, but I don't know who it's going to be. And I'm not sure you have to choose one. They've both gotten there a little bit, but I think they've both gotten there a little bit luckily, particularly HN. So HN, the, the reason you have him in the pool this week is like McDaniel's talking about him, McDaniel, I don't, the good McDaniel talking about him. The other one got fired, I think. So I don't have to, yeah, I confused. I don't know which one was the good one, the plural one or the not plural one. Anyway. So, um, so that's why I think H and Mostert. And then by the way, Mostert has to be the highest projected running back this week. I, 
I don't see how you make anybody else the highest projected running back based on the usage and history of this team. Like, yes, even even with HN in, Mostert is the RB1 this week by average, by the past. So, you know, coach speak, maybe, but let's assume the coach speak. What, what percentage do you think the coach speak is BS? That's the percentage you should have Mostert this week because they're playing Dallas. It's going to be a high scoring game, game environment, I think. Right? What what is that projection actually? Yeah, high scoring game, 25 20. Is that the highest of the slate? Pretty close. Pretty close. So I love that game environment. And we got 0.5% Mostert. We got 3% HM. Yeah, I'm gonna take those every day of the week. Take those right to the bank. Other top projected guys here. Yeah, Ty Chandler getting a ton of ownership based on last game, I guess. I he did really well. Um, but yeah. It's not that did really well. One game is not like time to back up the truck, guys. That's like, and maybe it does well again, but maybe it doesn't. Maybe like one week of tape is enough for the defenses to be like, oh, or whatever. Jonathan Taylor's another guy that like, how do you project him this week? Uh, you don't. You don't have. Do you have a, even one week where he's the full bell cow? This first of all, one way you project him is definitely not lower than other people. I think in that game, Indiana. Wow. Projected to lose to Atlanta? We got two bad teams here, guys. I cannot project a winner. So I'm going to make these. And I think I want to do it. I cannot project offense, right? I mean, they're bad teams. So I'm going to take it from 23.8 to 21. I don't want Atlanta to be projected the winner. That's just insane to me. Like, I know Indiana, Indianapolis is bad. I, all these Indiana teams just use a consistent city or something. But... Yeah, so Bijan down a bit, and then Taylor. I want Taylor to be up a bit. So let me, how do I get Taylor a little bit more? I have to make him at least 17 because he's at least as good as all these guys that are like, what if they pop off in a timeshare? I think I make him clearly the best raw points play of the slate. Maybe you could argue Chuba deserves to be in that conversation as well. There was a snap count thing with him that just happened i just want to draw that to your attention as well uh panther's snap count was really um really aggressively towards him last week uh yeah so season now wow the season average is now 57 to 40 so that tells you something it was it was the other way around for the first few weeks so now we know for last week it must have been aggressively chuba only yeah i mean like Miles complete phase out. So don't play Miles Sanders. Do play Chuba. There's like Yeah. The Packers continue to be unable to stop the run. I think I think Chuba's your other guy who's up here at the top. 25.6 and about half of that would be 13. Right. But this is in one week. So if we go to the season and we take the cumulative points for it's about the same. 25. Okay, well, problem is that, uh, yeah, Carolina's a pretty bad team, so do I really want to make Chuba the next level guy? What am I getting to? 28. I'm already getting to that much Chuba. I think I'm just going to leave it. And let's see if I put Jonathan Taylor up there. I get a little bit more Jonathan Taylor. That's what I wanted. I'm still not getting enough. I want to I want to match the field on Jonathan Taylor. I think he is a good player this week. Do it. Okay, 30%. That'll do. 
So now, yes, Brees Hall, Jonathan Taylor, Chuba Hubbard, Bijan, Singletary, Tony Pollard, Achan, Connor. I like the way that these are looking now. These guys at the bottom are all, to me, more speculative starting. Rashad White is not speculative. Rashad White is a good play. Have I done a thing where, like, now he's not a top level? Yeah, 0.08. So let's not let that 0.08 stop him. I want him to be a coin flip with Taylor and Mostert. Oh, that didn't change anything. Well, I'm a bit surprised. I, I think I'm going to get to more Rashad White, but, like, I'm not going to jam him in there. It's not, not that important. Is he in, like, the flex or something? Rashad White. Yeah, a little bit in the flex. Okay. Whatever. It's not that big of a deal. Um, let's look at other positions so I can tell you what's going on with other positions. Quarterback. That's one you guys might want to hear about on a uh, football slate. Wow. It's only three hours to lock. All right, I'll get, I'll get this out there. I've been dragging my dragging my heels a little bit. Oh, it's this laptop's heating up too. Okay, so quarterbacks, looks like it's going to be a cheapy day. When has that ever gone wrong, right, guys? Okay, I think what I have to do here is not trust these guys. These guys are all bad, and they the number of them I, I have needs to reflect that they're bad. Now, Fields is not bad, and he's going to be in a good, fun game environment. What is that game projected for? Probably not that many points. Not that many points. And people are still making Arizona underdogs. To Chicago? Uh, what's Arizona uh, Cardinals? They lost last week? It was close though, right? It was not close. But they did score a lot of points. So that's kind of what I'm thinking here is I don't want my team... With, I don't want them to have less. Um, I I think they need more points. Nineteen point six is an appropriate projection if Kyler Murray's not playing. But with Kyler Murray playing, I think you need this to be a twenty three point five pick'em. So twenty three point five pick'em. Yeah, I just don't. I don't buy that at all. Um, Chicago's just not that good of a team. They're defensively fine. They drag the game out, I guess, but they're not good. So okay. Now we've got Detroit and Minnesota. Yeah, that's fine up here at the top. And yeah, I think Detroit should dominate them a little bit, right? Why is Minnesota at 22.4? That seems like a lot because of one good Nick Mullins week. I'm going to need to see more Nick, Nick Mullins weeks before I give him that full point and a half. Washington Jets? What's happening? Oh, Heineke, Heineke starting, I guess. That's why that is. Brees is good. I mean, the Jets favored at all, man. I mean, what? I can't have the Jets be favored in any circumstance. The Jets should not be favorites. I'm sorry, Jets fans. I just don't think that's... Even against a backup quarterback, I can't have the Jets be favorites. Anything else? Okay, that makes sense. The Green Bay and Carolina game, Jacksonville and Tampa. As long as... um. Lawrence is in. That makes sense. And we're projecting him in. Okay. All right. So I've got everything the way I want it now. No more wildness. Now that will give me too much Heineke because of what I just did with uh, Washington, making it a pick them with the Jets. Wow. That's not that much Heineke. Though. I think I'll, I think I'll go 15% Heineke just on the, on the basis that I think any of these cheap quarterbacks could be the best, but I don't think any of them should be the best. You know what I mean? So I want to have a fair amount of other guys who are just actually good quarterbacks. No, that doesn't mean you, Baker Mayfield. 
honestly, yeah, I, I think I'm just going to go with 15% fields too. No, okay. What's my stacks like? I bet we have unstacked fields a fair amount. 3%. Hmm. If I'm getting to field stacks, I don't want it. So I don't want, I mean, no offense, but I just don't think he's going to get there with his pass catchers more than 20% of the time. He's better than the other guys, but he's not like a great thrower of the ball. I don't want more than 10% Baker. I don't want more than 10% Geno. Give me some of the actually good quarterbacks, please. It really doesn't want to give me any of the good quarterbacks today. By the good quarterbacks, I mean these guys at the bottom. Your Dak Prescott, your um, Kyler Murray, Minshew, getting zero to a... Uh... I mean, so what are we thinking about Tyreek today? I guess he's in? Yeah, we're projecting him in. So, you know, I, I hope he's in. He's in one of my best ball teams that I want to advance. But I don't, I think I'm fine with not going crazy on Miami today. It'll kill, I mean, you saw I'm going crazy on the running backs. So that, that's my plan. Because, I mean, the fastest guys on the team who aren't Tyreek Hill are not Waddle. It's Achan. And then it's like, wait, oh, oh, was it Waddle? Top five fastest plays. Miami. This is the stat I was remembering. Yeah, it's, look at that. It's Hill and then it's HN and Mostert. It is not Waddle, right? I mean, Waddle, oh, he surely will be soon. Will he? I mean, I don't know. Is he that fast? Because, yeah, Mostert claims he's the fastest overall based on his 40 speed. HN, we've seen him be fast. But regardless, I don't think that the next guy up for them for scoring points is Waddle. He's the next guy up for catching 10 yard passes over the middle to get them the first down. All right. I've said a lot. In the flex spot, I'm doing a lot for my 150. I will probably tighten this up for um, for my 20 max, which will then make my uh, millimaker stuff. But yeah, I think a lot of good options here. Oh, DSTs. I didn't do any DST pairing. Did I? Oh, I guess I cut out, the, cut out some random ones. I don't want the bears. I think that's... 10% of people who really are looking at game logs for Arizona. I, you can't do that this year. Arizona changed massively two weeks ago when Kyler came back. And to project them at all from the weeks before that is stupid. It's just stupid. Don't do it. Don't be one of these 10% of the guys today. That's not right. Anyway, so Cowboys at Miami is an obvious cross-off too, but I'm not going to do it because it, why else am I paying the Sabres? We got to know some stuff. All right. Uh, okay. So I think that's more or less... It. I got did I, did I limit my stacks the way I wanted them to at quarterback yeah and it, it wasn't yeah so it looks like a pay down day at quarterback just because it's so much value and those guys are all going to be throwing the ball because they're playing from behind right so I am aware that historically this only pays off 10% of the time you should be too thus the fact that I got 45% of it sitting right here does not feel great feels wrong I'm not sure it's wrong. I, I I don't know. I, I might go to like, okay, all right. I will say, what, 10% Heineke, 10% Flacco is still a positive stand on these guys. Can I get to some, I want to spread it out a little bit among the good quarterbacks. Yeah, get a little more Trevor Lawrence in there. Get a little more like, even Gardner Minshew relative to these other guys is a good quarterback. Anyway, get a little bit of Kyler. I, how am I not getting more Kyler? 
I feel like he's being massively underrated. It's in a, it's in a weird game environment, but okay. I'm not, I'm not forcing him in there yet, but I may, I may find a way. Quarterback's not going to win you or lose you anything. It's all about the other stuff. Speaking of, let's go to wide receiver a little bit. Yeah, Cooper, Wicks, Justin Jefferson, DJ Montgomery. TJ Montgomery is, is standing out like a sore thumb here. He's not he's not proven himself to me yet. Let's do 15% on him. All these other guys are fine. We got DJ Moore. He's getting there with the stacks. Mooney's getting there with the stacks. DJ Montgomery, Drake London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These guys are all fine. Jonathan Mingo, kill me again every week. He's going to be out there. He's going to get... He's going to drop five bombs for a total of, what, 150 air yards, and I'm going to go. But anyway. Okay, guys, I think that's all I got for you today. So let's say our core uh, looks like it's not going to be. I don't feel as strongly about Wicks as these other guys. So let's make it. Uh, and Cooper's in a not a really that positive game environment because they're going to be winning that game. And if they don't win it by him getting the touchdowns, then he's going to be phased out. So what I think the chances that he gets an early touchdown against a bad defense, 20%. Yeah. I like who's coming up to the top now. I'm still not on Dontavion Wicks. I like him, but just like, this is chalky chalk. He's very chalky. I'll match you guys, but I'm not going any higher. Not with what I've seen out of him this year. He's fine, but I, I assume this means we have any good receivers are out for Green Bay. I should double check that. Okay, that's surprising. Now I just don't understand the projection at all. So I got to go double check what's going on with the snap counts for wide receiver this year. I know Christian Watson being out is the thing that's making it interesting. But yeah, do I have a way to... So like, he was in last week, right? Can't do just last week. Oh, okay. He wasn't in last week. All right. And last week, we saw Dubes have the most snaps. So what's going on here? Why is this the way it is? Dubes should be projected for more than Wicks. So Dubes should be projected for like 33 times, half of that. Uh, okay, well, that was easy. Glad I checked, but Dubes should be the number one, easy. And wow, 1% to 20%. Okay, I got it, guys. I got the move for you. Play Dubes. Play Dubes. Play, what, 15%, 20% Dubes? Get yourself some leverage. Because Okay. You know, I'm going to say, and Ontavion got lucky. I mean, right? The number of points per 100 snaps there is nuts. And like Jaden Reed, too. Didn't get as much work as we would expect it. I thought, come out of the game. Didn't he get hurt? Reed left last week's game with a toe injury. It doesn't look good for Reed's availability. Huh. So... Okay, who's beyond that? So we're still projecting Reed in, but if he's out, yeah, I remember. Malik Heath came in and got a ton of snaps. So if if um, Reed is out, then Heath, let's see what his, his yeah. Heath at 3,200 is going to be way in. 
So that's one where, when is that game? 12 o'clock. So that's the early game. All right. So like, let's see what happens with Heath if we pop him up to 8, 10. So Reed is at 6.4, but that's not appropriate. That's too low. I think 10 for whoever is the wide receiver three here is fine. How, how many snaps? Because Reed left the game early. That's what we have to remember. Like he was going to get more snaps there. Right. So. Right. How many more snaps is probably the number of snaps Heath got. So, OK, look at that. It's 45 between Heath and Reed. So either Heath or Reed should be expected to get 45 this week and 45 times the average of points per 100 snaps, which is like what, 30, 25. So 0.45 times 25. 11.25. That's what I should be projecting for these guys. Whoever it is should be getting 11.25. And not be any different at all from Dontavion Wicks, right? Dontavion Wicks saw that many snaps as well. He saw less snaps. Look at that. 25 plus 20 is 45, and Dontavion Wicks got 47. So there's only the slightest case for making him above even the wide receiver three on this team. So again, I am having a hard time and might even have to unclick this man from the player pool. And if Wix is out, oh my gosh, you're going to need some of these guys. You're going to need to back up the truck on Malik Heath. Like, back it up. You know what I mean? Like, whoever this other guy was, DJ whatever, who has ownership and is fine for Indiana, get, I mean, to the curb, right? I mean, I don't think he has the game history, right? Like, Colts... Anytime I make up a thesis and I say it to you guys, I feel like I have to check it. So now I'm checking the thesis on the wide receiver who I didn't recognize, DJ, whoever it is, who I assume we're playing because Pittman is still out hurt. DJ Montgomery, here he is, just barely getting snaps, scoring an occasional point. So other people must be out. Everybody must be out or something. What do we have for the... So this was good for Green Bay. I'm glad we did it. Oh, right. Uh... But we can't just leave them like that. So max two green pay wide receivers seems like a good rule. What was this rule? Christian Watson, Dubes, and Reed. Well, let's add Dontavion, Rick, Wicks, and Malik Heath. I don't think more than two out of the three of them can probably get there. And we're going to have... I don't know which two it could be. I mean, like, at this point, I mean, like, if Wicks and Reed are both out... I don't know who gets that WR3 role at all for this team. I mean, they just haven't gone there very much. I guess it's Bo Melton. Bo Melton. Looks like it's Bo Melton. Bo Melton. I'm just going to say it again. So Green Bay News, it'll come out in about an hour and a half. You know what? I got to set an alarm. Set your alarm for one and a half hours before lock. That's when you should make your lineups because we're not going to know enough until then. Lock. This is huge news. I mean, this is like the whole slate news. doesn't matter all the other stuff I'm saying right now is like nothing compared to this news. I'm trying to tell you, like, this is so important for this sleep. Okay, so 10.35, I'm going to Wix in and read question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. I will make a note in the Discord. Please join us there. If they're both out, you got to have an interest in Bo Melton. I, what? I, how can I have to say that? Like, that's insane to me that Bo Melton. No, you know what? You don't have to because Malik Heath is a much better play, right? So Malik Heath and Dubes in that case would become much better plays. So anyway, that's 
definitely where we will be in the case where these dudes are out. Oh, right. I was in the middle of wondering about Indiana's room, though. Indianapolis. I don't know what y'all. I am apologize to Indiana. I've never been careful with your team names. So it looks like they've got... Okay. Some of these projections are just not right. I shouldn't have to do this. SaberSim should have done this. They've got... The, no, they've got like... Okay. Let's look at last week. Maybe I'm wrong. Is DJ Montgomery... Ah, okay. I'm wrong. DJ Montgomery was indeed playing above downs last week. But not... What? But not above Pierce, right? What's happening? I don't know what's going on. This is like... It seems like Saberson is doing a lot of projections from last week's games like they're going to be this week on the points basis and not on the snaps basis. So you might want to be like digging down into this. This is the second time where I've been like, what's going on here? And what's going on here is a misprojection of Alec Pierce, right? I mean, let's go season long for this team. What's a what's a wide receiver getting 25? Okay. So now back to this week, last week, let's say he gets 96% of the snaps again. That's 65. So, okay. So he gets 25 times 0.65. It's a lot of points. 16.25 points for Alex Beard. I mean, like, what are we doing? I, I know I've made the game environment like, okay, I think it's not that great of a game environment, but what are we doing? He's clearly the number one just by you. Like, we have the game from last week. Nobody got hurt. I mean, I watched that game. Oh, right. I did watch that game and somebody did get hurt. Pittman got hurt. But he is also still out. Yeah. So... Those 20, okay, so that's what's going on here. They're saying that those 21 snaps will go to DJ Montgomery and not Josh Downs. I don't know about that. That seems very dicey. I agree. I agree that he's like not been doing well, but I don't agree that DJ Montgomery is for sure going to usurp his role. He like got called up to the active roster two weeks ago. And has done okay. I, I don't know, guys. I, I think I got more invested in Josh Downs here, and I think that probably Downs gets this. Yeah, okay. So they are projecting Downs to get the snaps over Montgomery. Oh yeah, what can I project Montgomery for? Not David. DJ. So DJ last twelve point eight last week, but that was a little high. 0. 0.42 times twenty five. Ten point five, yeah, a little bit more than the projections. Let's do ten because of the game environment, and then downs. I guess I should also do because they mess everything up. So we're going to give downs Pittman snaps, and we're going to assume that he goes up to being sixty snaps a game, and that at about twenty five points per game times six. So twenty five times point six, fifteen. So that's where I would project, yep, Downs and Pierce will be on the field pretty much the whole time. And yeah, that's my that's my prediction for this offense. If you guys think something else, you know, uh, isn't there like, okay, so add more funds has this, right? NBA rotations, right, right, right. I didn't see the same thing for NFL rotations. Yeah, so, you know, uh, Good luck with this uh, receiving core. Also, whenever you make a ridiculous change like this, you want to go over here and make sure it doesn't ruin your whole day. So 
I do think all these guys are actually fine plays now that I've looked at it, but 20% because of the game environment, maybe. They got Ethan Fernia. Did he even get any snaps? Don't I'm not sure he's in my player pool this week, guys. Yeah. Okay. So getting to a bunch more of these receivers now that we've like looked at the game and seen what on earth are they doing putting DJ Montgomery like that. All right. So we've, uh, you might want to dig down into a couple more of these games if you're like, why is so and so having like that projection? Follow that up because that's that's been really dicey. The, the projections I've seen here. When I've been like, wait, what's going on? With every time so far, it's been a problem. Um, but okay, yeah, this looks pretty good. Uh, let's defense. I don't want thirty percent of any defense, so let's fix this up. Ooh, what fifteen percent of any defense? Because who cares? Defense is stupid. Defense is not something you optimize for. Defense is something you get lucky about. So don't get that twisted. Even if I win a million dollars and it's on a defensive touchdown, I will not change my tune. I got lucky. But also, I've been talking to you guys for like half an hour now. This is way more than usual, and I've not been adding more information. But hopefully, you've learned a little bit about my process and like about how you could go about setting lineups. Like now, my Ingram is getting a little bit high for the slate. It's a little over two x. I think that's still fine. I think Ingram is one of my core pieces here, and then I guess what DJ Moore, Chuba Hubbard, Taylor. Those are kind of coin flips. So for me, it's mostly just Evan Ingram. That's not something I love to say. He's not... Ugh. Weird slate. Uh, weird slate. Good luck, guys. Remember, you're good enough. You're strong enough. And gosh darn it, someone's got to win that money. It, it could theoretically be us. 